Hey, welcome home, everybody. You're watching Legacy Television. I'm Jeremy Pearsons. We're glad to have you with us again here today at Legacy Church. I'm coming to you from what is quickly becoming the hospitality room, the family room here at the church. As you can tell, there's construction going on around me right now. We're making excellent progress. We're excited about what this room is going to be. We'll be able to receive people here and maybe even get some services started in this room while construction continues in our sanctuary. We're just taking it a day at a time right now, but I'll tell you this, God has been so faithful. God has so strengthened us and enabled us even all the way through this shutdown, allowed construction to continue, and we're making excellent progress. In just a moment, I'm going to take you into the sanctuary here at the church, and you'll see too that there's construction going on there. But even in the midst of what's going on around us, while churches are not able to gather with their congregations, and we couldn't do that anyway. I mean, our church is still under construction. We've been using this time as an opportunity to go ahead and meet as a church and put these church services online. And in just a moment, I'm going to take you into the sanctuary and show you some of these church services that we've been having together online as the Legacy Church Green Mountain Falls family. And we believe you're a part of that as well, especially those of you who are partners with us in this ministry. I know many of you may get the opportunity as the Lord allows for you to come here and visit and see what God's doing and see what your partnership and your sowing has enabled us to do. But I also know there are many people watching who may never step foot onto this property, into this building, and yet you're still a partner with us. And we just want you to know how good and how gracious and how faithful God has been, and He's done it through you. We're making awesome progress together in this buy up and build out project. Most all of you know that we've been involved in this together for a long time now. We're in a 30,000 square foot facility and we released faith together partners for $100 a square foot that we believe would enable us to get this place in shape, get the doors open, begin to receive people from this area and families from this community and people coming in from places across the United States and around the world. And we're making awesome progress. I think maybe the last time I've talked to you and reported to you, we were at about 70 75% complete. And now that's in reference to the money in the bank. But take a look at this. I mean, we are making awesome progress and more is coming in day after day after day, week after week. And between what the Legacy Church family is sowing and what the Pearson's Ministries Global Partner family is sowing, we're making awesome progress in this. And I want to extend to you again the opportunity and the invitation to be a part of this buy up and build out project. It's more than just it's more than just building a church. It's Remember, it's building a platform. It's a platform from which we reach the nations. And you and I together are called to serve this generation with the Word of God, teach them how to live by faith in the day of grace, teach them how to experience a whole life prosperity that's prospering spirit, soul, and body. And then for the families that come and are a part of this church, our assignment is to teach them how to raise their family in the household of faith. So when you sow into this project, that's what you're giving towards. And remember, every seed reproduces after its own kind. So if you want to get involved in this project, there's a number of ways you can sow. You can text your offering if you're watching inside the United States. Text LTV and any dollar amount to the number 28950. 
or you can visit us online, pearsonsministries.com. A couple of options there for you to give. You can give into the building project. You can give into the general operations of the ministry. Wherever the Lord leads you to give, you do it and do it with excitement and do it with faith. If you want to write in, if you'd like to send a, a, a check or a money order, you can do that using the address that you see there on your screen. We just ask that you include in the memo of that check where you'd like that uh, seed to go, either into the buy up and build out project or into the general operations of the ministry. So right now, here's what I want to do. I want to get into the Word of God together. I want to take you into the sanctuary of Legacy Church, and let's find out what it means for not just this building to be under construction, but you and me and the construction that God is doing in our hearts and our lives and in our minds. And I'll be back after this. Well, uh, this morning, if you've got your Bibles with you, I want you to go with me to the book of Romans chapter 12 as we spend a few minutes together this morning in the Word of God. I've got some things I want to share with you. You know, we've been in a series in Legacy Church that we've called Free People, and I fully anticipated us to continue in that. Uh, but just as I was getting ready for service and seeking the Lord about some of these things, the Lord really sparked something else in my heart. And I want to take a different direction today than we've been in. And I believe we'll go back to it. As a matter of fact, I was, I was studying uh, this next step in our series about free people and how to live like free people. And I was in the word and praying over it. And I'll be honest with you, I was sitting at my desk. It was actually a lot like this at the house. And I just sort of put my head down like this in prayer. And I think... I think I actually dozed off. And if there are any preachers watching this right now, just, just a word of advice. If you fall asleep while preparing for the message, don't be, a, don't be shocked if the people fall asleep while you're preaching the message. And I did, I kind of dozed off for a minute, but in the middle of it, man, the Lord woke me up and quickened something else on the inside of me. And, and I believe we need to be obedient to that this morning. In the book of Romans, the 12th chapter, and we'll have these scriptures on the screen for you as well. But Paul is writing here and he says in verse one, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Verse two says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You know, I'm coming to you, like we said a moment ago, from the sanctuary here at Legacy Church. And as you can tell, it is a work in progress. We are under construction right now. And I believe the word that, that the Lord has for us this morning is perfect. It's perfect in its timing. It's perfect for right where we are physically, where I'm sitting today, where we are as a church, where we are in this building process. I want to talk to you today about being under construction, under construction. This scripture that we're reading here in Romans chapter 12, verse two says, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed. 
You know, there's pressure. The world brings pressure to bear around us all the time to look like them, sound like them. That's the pressure that the church is under. That's the pressure that Christians are under. And and it seems to be increasing all the time. But this word conformed, if you look it up, it literally means to have an outward appearance that does not look like what's going on inside. And for the believer to, to look like the world, to sound like the world, to live like the rest of the world around us, that's to put on something on the outside that does not match what God is doing on the inside. See, when you were, born, when you were born again, there was a grace deposit that was put on the inside of you, on the inside of me. And this entire Christian life is all about learning how to draw up by faith out of that grace deposit. What the Spirit of God has done on the inside of us is so big. It's so new. The scripture says that old things are passed away and behold, all things have become new. That's what's going on right now inside of you. But that's why the scripture says, don't be conformed. Don't put something on the outside that doesn't match what's going on on the inside. He says instead, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The word transformed literally means to let what's going on in you produce what's going on on the outside, produce what's going on around you. It's the word where we get metamorphosis. That's this word that's translated transformed is to let what's going on in you come out of you. What's going on on the outside is supposed to match what's going on on the inside. You know, I used to preach about this and I'd laugh about it. I would think about, um, you know, a, a husband and a wife and, and a husband, they're going out or something like that. And the husband goes into the, into the bedroom, into the closet to put on his clothes for going out. And he comes out and his wife looks at him and says, is that what you're going to wear? Now, listen, I know it sounds like a question, but it's not a question. It's a statement. And the statement is that is not what you're going to wear. And the husband looks at it and he looks at her. He's like, what? What's wrong with this? You know, and it's stripes and it's plaids and it's shorts with black socks and sandals. I don't know what it is, but whatever's going on, she doesn't approve. She says it doesn't match. It's not right. Go back in there. Take that off and put something else on. Is that what you're going to wear? And there is, believe it or not, a spiritual application to this as well. You know, when you step into a situation, be it one like what's going on around us right now, or maybe confrontation or whatever it is, and something's about to come out of your mouth, something that does not sound like faith, something that does not sound like love, and you are about to let somebody have it. If you'll listen, the spirit of God that's in you will speak up and say, uh, <clears throat> Is that what you're going to wear? Is that what you're about to put on? Because that does not match what's going on on the inside. That's what this word to be transformed literally means. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove, listen to this, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect 
will of God. Your life and mine is supposed to be living proof. Number one, that there is a God. And number two, that he's got a good will for your life. That his will for you is good. Your life is supposed to be living proof of what it's like to live in the middle of God's good will, his perfect will, to live a life that is acceptable and pleasing to him. I mean, is there something else you want your life to prove? Is there some other proof or evidence that you want to come out of your life? This is the way we're supposed to be living. And the way he said you get there is to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now, I bring it back to this environment that we're in right now, and you can tell just by looking around us that there is a transformation that's right now taking place in this room. When we got here, we, we bought this building, we closed on it about a year ago now. We came in and you may have heard me say it, but this place needed a lot of love. As a matter of fact, the room we're in right now was a gymnasium and it had this blue kind of rubbery vinyl floor on it. And, and there was back here behind me, there was this giant, I, I think it was a mountain lion, but it was cross-eyed. That's all I know about it. This giant cross-eyed mountain lion painted on the wall. I think it must've been the mascot of the people that were here before us. And they just needed a lot of work. This place needed a lot of love. There was water damage. There was some mold in some places. And we needed to come in here and begin a transformation process. But part of that, what that means is we had to put this place under construction. And I've taken several minutes here, but I'm trying to set this up and tell you that that this building and what's happening right now is not the only thing that's under construction. You are. I am. The people that fill this room now and the people that will come to it in the future, we're all under construction. As a matter of fact, that was the statement I heard as I was preparing, sleeping, uh, getting ready for this service this morning. I, I woke up when the Spirit of God said to me on the inside, we're all under construction. And I thought it would be good if we took a few minutes. I wanted to uh, walk you through what I've learned and what I've experienced, Sarah and I and our entire team, as the result of being under construction. And I believe there's some parallels that we can draw from what's going on in this room to what's going on and should be going on in our hearts and in our minds. If you look at the scripture in the book of Romans chapter 12, he tells you the way to that transformation. Or in other words, here's how the transformation takes place. And believe me, I wish the transformation took place, you know, just with laying on of hands, right? That would be great. As much as I would love to just come into this building, lay my hands on it and say, sanctuary be, be healed, room, be whole. You know what? It doesn't work that way. In the same way, the transformation that's supposed to be taking place in our lives doesn't, doesn't just come because somebody lays hands on you. It doesn't just come as the result of praying. There is a construction process that has to be begun and walked out in our lives. And there's some things that we've learned and experienced just with this process because we've never tackled a project like this before. We've done a little bit of building, 
back when we lived in Texas, but nothing like this thing. I mean, this is a brand new beast to us. And we're talking about a multi-million dollar building project and construction project. And there are so many facets of this that are brand new to us and we're learning things every day. But in the middle of it, you sit back for a minute and you say, okay, I, I get why people don't like doing this. <laughs> I, I'm starting to understand why this is not for everybody. And in that same train of thought, you begin to see why people so resist change and transformation in their lives because it doesn't come just because somebody prayed for you or laid hands on you. It comes by the renewing of your mind. Now that word renewing, if you look it up, it literally means remodel. It literally means remodel. And that's a concept we are so familiar with, especially in our culture, well, forever. I mean, people have been remodeling places like this and other places for a long time. But at some point in the last, I don't know, 20 years or so, remodel became something people love to watch with the advent of reality shows and these shows that would take a crew, a team of people into an old place, a beat down place or something and watch what we could do in a week, right? And they remodel it and they make it beautiful. And this whole remodel process is something I think people are fascinated and they love watching. Uh, I don't know that they always love going through it, especially when it comes to being remodeled in our heart, remodeled in the way we think. But like I said, this building's not the only thing under construction. You are and I am. Let me tell you some of the things we've learned about the construction process, about the building process, and some of the reasons I believe people shy away from it. And we'll draw some of these parallels to the construction that we're under in our hearts and in our minds as well. Number one, you know what I found out about building? It's expensive. Yeah, this thing is expensive. It costs a lot. And one of the reasons people stay away from building or remodeling or renewing things is because when they look at how much it's going to cost, they, they can't see past what they have into the future of what they could have, what they could produce. In other words, they look at the bank and they think, well, you know, we could do it, but it sure is nice to see that money sitting there in the bank. Now, if, if money was the most valuable thing to me or to Sarah, then we would not be doing this right now. I mean, we, we have seen God miraculously provide, just like we talked about a moment ago. I mean, this buy up and build out project account, it's just growing and growing and growing. And God is so faithful to provide for it. But if in the middle of that, what if I decided, you know what? It's sure, all that money sitting there sure is a, a lovely sight. I think what we'll do instead of building and remodeling is we'll just do nothing and look at the money that's sitting there. And I know that sounds silly, but that's the, uh, that's the way a lot of people think. They can't see past what they've got into what they could produce, what they could have. And that's a big part of the reason people resist change in the renewing of their mind and in the renewing and the remodel of the way they think. I want to show you this from the book of Philippians. Take a look at this with me in chapter 3. 
In Philippians chapter three, you know what? I'm going to read this to you from the New Living Translation. If you don't have that, we'll put that on the screen for you. But Paul is writing here. And in Philippians chapter three, I'll just begin reading in verse four. He said, he said, I could have confidence in my own effort if anyone could. He said, if others have reason for confidence in their own efforts, I have even more. I was circumcised when I was eight days old. I am pure-blooded citizen of Israel and a member of the tribe of Benjamin, a real Hebrew, if there ever was one. I was a member of the Pharisees who demand the strictest obedience to the Jewish law. I was so zealous that I harshly persecuted the church. And as for righteousness, I obeyed the law without fault. I once thought that these things were valuable. You notice that? He said, I once thought these things, everything he just listed here. I mean, he's basically given us his resume. He's given us his pedigree. This is where I was born. This is the family I came out of. This is the position I held. It's like I went to Harvard, Princeton, and Yale, sucker. I mean, he's got this big, long resume and he said, I once thought that these things were valuable. I once thought that these things are what added value to me. He said in verse seven, I once thought that these things were valuable, but now I consider them worthless because of what Christ has done. Yes, everything else is worthless when compared with the infinite value of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I have discarded everything else, counting it all as garbage so that I could gain Christ and become one with him. I no longer count my own righteousness through obeying the law. Rather, I become righteous through faith in Christ, for God's way of making us right with himself depends on faith. I want to know Christ and experience the mighty power that raised him from the dead. I want to suffer with him sharing in his death so that one way or another, I will experience the resurrection from the dead. See, what happened was Paul had a change in his value system in what was precious and valuable to him. He said all this stuff, being a Hebrew among Hebrews, being a Pharisee, being born of the tribe of Benjamin, all this stuff, he said, I used to think that was valuable. And if you notice, every one of these things are things that make you something in somebody else's eyes. All of these things are what make you appear important to other people. But then he had this, this shift and this change and this remodel in the way he thought about what was actually valuable. And he came to the conclusion that what other people think of me is worthless. What Jesus says of me is precious, is valuable. Other people knowing me and me knowing other people used to be valuable, but now me knowing Jesus and him knowing me is all that matters. That is basically what he's saying is that is what makes me a rich man. You see, one of the reasons people have such a hard time when it comes to the renovation and the remodel of their own mind and the way they think and what they believe is because so much of the time it requires them to care less about what other people think. 
it requires us to stop valuing what we believe other people's opinions are and start valuing what Jesus has done and what Jesus says about you. One of the reasons people don't like to remodel is because it's expensive. Yeah, the renewing and the remodeling of the mind is expensive. It's gonna cost you the opinions of other people. It's gonna cost you what you had your value and your worth tied up in. But when you realize that that cost is nothing compared to the gain. See, that's where we are right now with this building. The cost, you know what? The, the money required is nothing compared to what we're going to get out of this. And what we get out of this is a place to preach the uncompromised word of faith. What we get out of this is people coming into this place uh, lost and leaving found. People coming into this place broken and leaving healed. People coming in sick and leaving restored. Marriages coming in on their last leg, falling apart, but they, they encounter Jesus. They encounter the anointing that's on the word of God and it gets put back together and they leave this place changed forever. I don't care how many millions of dollars you got to spend on that. Money is nothing compared to people's lives being changed by the anointing and by the presence of God. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Legacy TV podcast. We hope you enjoyed this. And if you'd like to hear more of Jeremy and Sarah, subscribe to this podcast and download the Legacy Studios app. From there, you'll have access to the Legacy Television broadcast, the Legacy Letter magazine, and so much more. You can also visit pearsonsministries.com to contact us directly and find out how you can get involved with everything that's happening here at Legacy Studios. Be blessed today. We love you. Remember, you are always welcome here in the House of Faith.